welcome to the Marvel Cinematic Rewind, the podcast that rewatches, reviews, and remodels Jessica Apartment for every show, movie, and one shot in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I'm Tony Camarena. And I'm Al Rodriguez. And this episode, we are covering Jessica Jones Season 1, Episode 11, aka I've Got the Blues. Original air date, November 20th, 2015. And as a reminder of uh, what happens in the episode overall, here's a quick little summary Jessica searches morgues for clues. Trish goes all out to keep Simpson from getting in Jessica's way. Malcolm has an epiphany. Malcolm has an epiphany. <laughs> Malcolm joins a scat uh, team. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, I feel right, like so... in a couple of weeks when we go on to Agent Carter, I'm going to want to call the episodes AKA whatever every time. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you do it, I don't think anyone will really notice or check. Or I'll someone notice. will. <laughs> when oh, I edit okay. these, I'm like, damn it, I did it again. <laughs> uh, it'll also be interesting because that'll only be half of them because I probably won't, but you will. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I guess with that background stuff out of the way, <laughs> um, yeah, let's just go ahead and jump into the episode. So for the most part, it's all pretty uh, singular um, stuff. Uh, some things that are twined, but uh, uh, the only part that's... Yeah, streamline. There we go. I'm not good with words today. So, yeah. That's all right. <laughs> words don't matter when you're recording a podcast. Oh, thank God. I was worried there for a second. All right. <laughs> uh, so, anyway, we're only going to start. Or, well, yeah. So, we're going to start with uh, uh, one of the things that is pretty much scattered throughout the episode. Uh, basically, we're just going to do the summary of all of Jessica's flashbacks in one go. So, that's right here. <clears throat> Jessica has some flashbacks to her childhood, like the bad times, waking up in the hospital to find out her whole family was dead, and the other bad times, to find out she was being adopted by Trish and her mom, and the good time, when she got to throw Trish's mom ten feet into a wall. Yay. <laughs> so, um, I gotta say, what kind of photo op is this? Having a photo of an unconscious girl? <laughs> uh... Was she supposed to be in any of the pictures? Like, I was assuming that they were, like, going to have pictures of them leaving or walking out. Like, they, they probably didn't plan on having Jessica in any of those in the in the, in any of those pictures. I mean, I guess, but I I don't know because every time I see photo ops, which is you know very rarely, and they usually include Marvel people dressing up as their characters. Mm-hmm. But all, they always have pictures of them with kids and stuff, and pretending to be those heroes and whatnot. I don't. I can't see that happening here, and I don't. And I think it's kind of cheap just wa- having them walk out. Then why are they in the room anyway? They could just literally have them walk in and take pictures as they walk out. Oh, you're right. I mean, I'm just making this stuff as as, as I go. Um, I I'm, I'm with you. I don't have any ideas unless the photo op was later. And they were just, like, hanging out. They had an hour to kill. They got there early. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I guess we'll sit down in this room for now. I don't know. Talk about the tragedy <laughs> of this girl's life in front of her? <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah. I mean, Whatever. they didn't know she they're, was awake, so, yeah. And they're both terrible people at this point. That's, that's true. So, I, I was a little confused, because... In the flashbacks, they make it sound like Trish and Jessica 
were friends. Like they, they, they said it at least that oh, they were friends. But were they good friends? Were they close? I, I never fully got that, and I don't know if they explain it more in later seasons because I can't remember. I don't remember if they've explained it more in later seasons, but I get the feeling like they weren't close at all until Jessica started like protecting Trish and like boosting up her self esteem, and then Trish saw her as a hero eventually. Like we see in the last flashback, where like you said, her she throws her mom ten feet into the wall. Okay, the the thing that I was kind of getting was that they were they were kind like they were friends a bit, like maybe they'd play or something, and then Trish got famous, and then she like didn't really have time to hang out because you know her mom was crazy and probably booking. Oh, you her mean before this? Thing. Yeah, yeah, before all of this. Oh. No, I think she's just a girl who goes to the same school, and then they're using it as a... The mom's doing it as a uh, publicity stunt. Oh, okay. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Okay. So, I like the the scene where she's fighting with the sink. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Um, It's actually part of a long and hollow tradition from a tradition from bad superhero movies of people learning how to use their powers in bathrooms. Um, well, when you spend so much time of your day in a bathroom, you know, four or five hours, like you're going to learn stuff in there. (laughs) Yeah. Because we all spend four or five hours in the bathroom. Al, is there something you need to tell the class? Uh, no, it's, it's a standard thing, right? Four or five hours. Or is that like a small amount of time? Four or five hours a day? Am I just more efficient? Yeah. (laughs) No, I mean, I spend at least 10 hours in there. So I don't know. I don't know how you are getting all your stuff done. Huh. I think you might have a hygiene problem. Oh, I should probably talk to my doctor. Yes. Um, <laughs> but this scene reminds me of both, uh, Wolverine origins when he gets his claws and kind of chops up the bathroom, the sink and, a spider, uh, spider the amazing Spider-Man when Peter gets his powers and breaks the sink. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I remember the amazing Spider-Man one. Mm-hmm. I think I remember the Wolverine scene. Like, I think that's the scene when when I first saw it, I thought, oh, God, the the CG on the claws yep. are so horrible. Like, one of the worst computer graphics jobs I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a YouTube channel I've watched recently, uh, Corridor Crew. They are uh, CG effects artists who watch, like, really good and really terrible special effects and just, like, critique them and say, you know, why what they could have done better or why this is so good um and like a couple weeks ago was uh wolverine episode which reminded me of that scene oh <laughs> and okay. yeah those are the worst claws ever <laughs> especially since <laughs> oh. they have physical claws you can just hold in the wolverine movies we don't know why they use cg claws <laughs> and this was also after the other three x-men movies too right yes this is that was the fourth x-men movie with Wolverine. Got it. So they, they already had the practice and the effects and stuff. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Well, my theory with that is, do you remember before Wolverine came out, it got leaked with like all the special effects incomplete? No. But I'll take your word for it. Yeah. So it got leaked with all the special effects incomplete, like six months before the movie released in theaters. <laughs> um. I'm not going to share the means of which I watched it, but I did see it without the special effects. And mm-hmm. um, I feel like the artists just went, screw it. They're not going to like the movie anyway. 
So just do the bare minimum. Oh. Okay, that makes sense. I bet the claws look the same either way. <laughs> Pro- probably. I mean, yeah, if you just start that way, then yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, one other thing I want to talk about this, these flashbacks is uh, the actresses who play uh, Jessica and Trish. They haven't done anything famous other than this or anything superhero-y. I mean, I don't write stuff that doesn't relate to superheroes. But they have the best... The actresses have the best superhero names ever. Or one of them does, and one of them just has a funny name. Oh, okay. Jessica is played by a girl named Elizabeth Cappuccino. And Trish is played by uh, Catherine Blades. Ah. Yep. (laughs) Yeah. I'm looking... Yeah, I think that's all I have for... Uh, the flashbacks. Okay, I'm. You know, you you say the names of the the two actresses, and I'm wondering, like, is this a? Are those their real names? Because I assume that, you know, a lot of people once they join the Screen Actors Guild or all that, they mm-hmm. can't reuse a name. So people who have a name, they have to change it. Yeah. Um, and I'm wondering, like, are we just at that point where they don't get to use their real names anymore? Because like all the common ones have been taken probably for at least some of them like if her name's her name's elizabeth smith and then she's like eight years old and they have her choose her own name like what's classy what do adult people sound like elizabeth (laughs) cappuccino Hmm. all right (laughs) i mean that is true like famously michael j fox j doesn't stand for anything it's because there's another um person named michael fox from like the 40s or something like that Oh, oh wow, I didn't even know it went that far back. Yeah, the Screen Actors Guild started in like the 30s or something, 20s or 30s, like really early in uh, Hollywood history. And you have to register with them, and that's why people change your names. Got it. So we're like 20, maybe 30 years away from people just using like online screen names for things. Well, maybe not, because uh, one of... The biggest up and coming actresses right now is a woman named Aquafina. So, uh-huh. <laughs> so I, I, I'm I haven't done my research, but I'm like eighty five percent sure that's not her real name, and <laughs> I'm I'm like a little less. I'm like seventy five percent sure that was like her aim handle back in the day. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. So you just remove the numbers that you add on at the end, and then that's it. That's your, that's just the yep. name you go with. Okay. Exactly. All right. Well, if I ever become a, a famous actor and I have to register, or just any kind of actor, if I ever get to register with the Screen Actors Guild, I guess I'll just use my uh, Twitter handle and I'll just split that up. It'll be Programmer Al. Yep. I guess Al will be my last name. Okay. All right. I mean, this was like Cedric the Entertainer uh, back in the day. So. <laughs> He did it. There's no reason why you can't do it. Oh, I didn't know that was an option. <laughs> what, having the entertainer? Yeah, I, I just thought that was like what people called him. I didn't know that that was like the name he went by for Screen yeah. Actors Guild, but yep. that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like in the credits of stuff, he would be Cedric the Entertainer. They wouldn't say his actual name. Oh. Okay, all right. That I mean, that opens up a lot of possibilities. So now you've got name plus title that you've chosen. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Cool. Well, 
we we need to get into the podcasters guild before we get into the screen actors guild we need to temper our expectations okay all right that's fair that's fair is that a thing the podcasters guild? um no unless we just started it and then we're the only two members and everyone needs to get into our <laughs> our guild how do you start a guild i mean i know how you do in D D, but i don't know how you do in real life <laughs> I mean, I, I think you just follow any pyramid scheme process, and there you go. Now you've got one. So oh, okay. I, I, I'm good with that, Tony. Are you ready to start a pyramid scheme? I mean, a, a podcaster's guild? Uh, yeah. Um, so I give you the money, and then I find three other people to give us the money, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's how that works. Okay. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Okay, right. cool. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, all right, we'll start working on that website later. But until then, I think we should probably move on and uh, talk about some more of Jessica Jones. How's that mm-hmm. sound? Sure. Okay. All right. Okay. I, th- I think we spent more time talking about other stuff so far this episode. <laughs> Definitely. <minutes>. So, <laughs> all right. So let's uh, move on and talk a little bit more about the, uh, well, basically the beginning of this episode, the direct aftermath from what happened last week. <clears throat> In the aftermath of last week's episode, Jessica covers up Hope's body and tells everyone what their story to the police will be. After some back and forth, everyone agrees that lying is the better option. (laughs) Jessica gets picked up by Trish and they decide to start looking for Albert, Kilgrave's dad. They look at one morgue and he isn't there, so Jessica decides to start bribing all the morgue clerks to find out when, not if, Albert's body shows up. After abandoning Trish to continue her quest, Jessica falls asleep on the sidewalk and wakes up to see Kilgrave walking away. She later learns that that wasn't actually Kilgrave, but not before getting hit by a truck. All right. (laughs) Yeah. So how is Robin still not understanding how that it's Kilgrave and not Jessica's fault? Oh, Robin is is her is that character's name? I keep forgetting. I yes. keep writing down Robin like and Ruben. Ah, that's right. We had that whole conversation. Okay, yeah, that's right. Uh, no, I mean you're you're right. I have no idea. I mean, granted, there's a reason why I just write down "crazy lady" in my notes instead of her <laughs> name. Half of the reason is because I don't remember the name, but you know, the other half is because well, that's her character. <laughs> she is a crazy lady. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah, but I'm glad she pulled through and did the right thing and lied. Lying is always the option, the best answer. Oh, yeah, I, say I can't com- imagine. I'm oh, sorry. I was going to say, I say this confidently knowing none of my students listen to my podcast. Or if you do, <laughs> you shouldn't be listening to Jessica Jones' podcast. <laughs> yeah, definitely not this one. Oh, boy. <laughs> so far, anything other than this one, even Daredevil would have been okay. Uh, some parts of Daredevil... Uh, like the guy putting the the spike through his head so Kingpin didn't get him. Oh yeah, probably that was have episode too. Yeah, shouldn't probably shouldn't be watching anything on Netflix Marvel. <laughs> yeah, except, okay, that's fair. except for Punisher. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Not okay. I lied. I was trying to remember. I was like, I, I, eh, eh, all right. <laughs> anyway, no, Punisher's pretty bad. <laughs> okay, all right. Ah. <laughs> uh. Except for Iron Fist, because everyone will stop watching before anything bad happens. <laughs> That's true. What about uh, the Defenders? I like the Defenders. Oh, is there bad stuff in it? <laughs> that, that, yeah, that's, the, that's what I was asking. Yes. Um. <laughs> I Not graphically bad. I mean, they're fighting ninjas. Mm-hmm. So I think it's okay. I mean, ninjas okay. aren't real people. Maybe if you don't, if you want to like... Get away from Asian stereotypes. 
Okay. All right. Well, um, I mean, we'll figure this out again in the future. Um, mm-hmm. You know, whenever that is, um, <laughs> which happens to be um, August sixteenth of twenty twenty one. Oh, just wow! We're two years away from that. <laughs> I felt <laughs> like it was closer. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. So, huh. all right. Anyway, I just had to pull up the, <laughs> the uh, calendar for that. Um, so back to this. Um, I uh, I like that Jessica was really quick on choosing a lie and an effective one too. Like normally, you know, if you have to start lying like in an instant, like you've got some holes kind of in the story. But no, hers was like, "Hey, you're all old clients. I brought you in for a little get together," and then Hope just decided to kill herself. And uh, you know, that's that's effective, I guess. I mean, I still have some other questions, like why was the rest of the bar closed and things like that. But uh, you know, other than that, yeah, I mean. We don't know if it was supposed to be closed or Kilgrave just cleared everyone out because he has the power to. That's a good point. I thought it looked like like maybe they hadn't opened yet, like uh, yeah. you know, chairs on tables or that kind of thing, but I don't remember. Yeah, true. Um, I, well, I think her key is keeping the lies simple because if she started like doing details, people could get confused or say the different stuff to the cops. But keeping it simple is the best way for an effective lie. That is true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So they um, move on. Um, and uh, Jessica's trying to get into a morgue because um, now she's trying to basically find Kilgrave's dad, Albert. And um, she's able to eventually get uh, into one morgue using Trisha's star power, um, mm-hmm. which is pretty effective. Yeah, I guess. Uh, well, I guess Trish was pretty effective. Jessica was getting nowhere. She tried a bunch of things. Mm-hmm. Um, I do. This partially makes me wish I spoke French, but for like twenty seconds, I got over that real fast. <laughs> <laughs> but there's no guarantee she actually spoke to anyone in the restaurant. Uh, she could have just like the person could have just hung up, and she could have just been speaking French the whole time. And then later, the guy goes over and doesn't get into the restaurant yeah um did they tell him even how he was supposed to get in like because i don't know if they had his name i mean they probably saw it on a name tag maybe but was he supposed to just go in and say hi trish walker made a reservation for me or what's the what's the process there well i don't know about high quality restaurants in um in new york city Mm-hmm. But my brother-in-law works for the Sacramento Zoo. And when he puts my name down for reservation, I just have to say that uh, Chris Navarrete put my name down. <laughs> That's literally the only time someone's made a reservation for me in any situation. <laughs> what, what reservation did you get at the Sacramento Zoo? Oh, no, no, no. Uh, you go up to membership, and so you don't have to pay to get into the zoo. Ah, okay. Got it. Okay. All right. So it's essentially free tickets that, like, will call or whatever. Oh, okay, gotcha. So, yeah. but that's my context. Work. I'm sure it's almost exactly the same. Okay, yeah, it probably is. Okay, <laughs> got it. Uh, all right. Um, well, so I guess we find out that uh, that wasn't the body. Some other random person who unfortunately died. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I like that they threw in some weird circumstance because they said that uh, this person was hit by a car, but it was the landing that killed him. And it 
it's weird, but it doesn't turn out to be anything that actually affected the rest of the storyline. It was just yeah. a detail. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I want to, like, when we cover, like, Luke Cage next, I, or no, Luke Cage is definitely after this. Maybe Daredevil, because we don't know when Daredevil or Iron Fist take place in relation to this. I want to mm-hmm. see if there's a situation where someone gets hit by a car, but the landing kills them, and she's checking out that body. Oh, yeah, maybe. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> Probably not, and I definitely won't remember. But <laughs> we we really need that list. Just one of these days, we'll start writing down the things we won't remember, and then after like a year, we'll look at it and realize we don't remember any of these things. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot about that. We really should have <laughs> listened for that. <laughs> Well, it also depends on like how much we write down too, right? Because if we only write like a half sentence, then we're going to look at it and have no idea what it's even relating to. It's true. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, so anyway, they uh, move on a little bit and Jessica just wants to keep on going. Um, but Trish says, no, nah, we should get some sleep, which makes sense because I guess they've been at it all day because I, I was under the impression that they started in the morning. And so now it's nighttime. So I'm assuming they were at this all day. Well, yeah, I'm trying to think. I mean, this is a continuation from last week. I mean, she hasn't slept in like two days, right? Or two, two to three episodes. I mean, yeah, pretty much. Um, she, oh, uh, actually, she had a comment about that at this <laughs> moment in time where she said, oh, I was passed out last, or I was knocked out last night. That counts. Cause, I don't um, think it does. <laughs> I'm sorry, Jessica. Oh, I agree. I don't think it does. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. But yeah, I, I think that actually adds to the, she was knocked out, and then when she woke up, she had the text of, like, where to go, and that mm-hmm. was morning. So then she went to try and save the people. And she did. She saved both of them. Yeah. Oh yeah, because she got knocked out by the angry mob. Yep. Okay, I remember now. (laughs) Who were the people that she had to save with the nooses around their necks? Yes. So yeah. So um, with Jessica checking out hospitals all night, I checked how many hospitals there are. Oh, okay. Uh, They're in just Hell's Kitchen. There are four, which I like. That doesn't take too long. But she's looking all around Manhattan, which might there are eighteen hospitals in all. All eighteen hospitals that have emergency rooms. I didn't check how many have morgues because I thought that would might put me on a list. (laughs) (laughs) But I figure if someone they find the body, they might take the ambulance would take it to emergency room before they move it to the morgue. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I made the yeah distinction because when I looked, it was like the mental hospital and like the eye and throat specialist stuff all that came up so i had to count how many were actually hospitals <laughs> <laughs> gotta start filtering through and all that okay all right yep. like i'm pushing it too much <laughs> it's always when when that comes up and you think yeah if i if i keep searching i'll end up on a list like that's a good place to stop like when yeah. you start thinking because then you're a, you know you get t- towards that line all right that's good yeah, I mean, I feel for these like um, these thriller and horror writers uh, who are on all these lists because they look up these terrible things for their fiction. Yeah, so I, I mean, I wonder sometimes like do do those lists exist? Like, I yeah. you know it's 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 a fun joke. I don't know if they're yeah. real or not, but I did hear. Um, so we, I think last week actually. <laughs> 
or two weeks ago, we talked about uh, uh, former writers at Cracked. Uh, so one of them, Daniel O'Brien, wrote mm-hmm. the book uh, How to Fight Presidents. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, what I mean, when he was doing this work, he had to actually look up presidents. And, you know, some of them are still alive. So mm-hmm. he had to look that up. And he had conversations with Secret Service. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> I feel yeah. like there are lists. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> uh. So right. you should always invest in a VPN, and for other reasons too. It actually is just useful, which yeah. is on my list. I still don't even have one, but I got to get on that. Mm. Well, uh, I never mind. I'll talk to you about this off air. <laughs> okay, got it. Yeah. <laughs> uh. All right. Unless oh, unless mm-hmm. our sponsor this week is a VPN provider. No, it's no, not. Okay, <laughs> never mind. I'll talk to you this time. <laughs> all right, all right. <laughs> well, then in that case, uh, let's just go ahead and move on to the next little uh, section of this episode, which is basically the next day. Um, all right. Trish is interviewing a flautist about her career in blowing when Simpson arrives <laughs> to apologize to her and finds out where Jessica is. Oh, sorry. And to find out where Jessica is. Uh, since Trish is intelligent, she decides to not trust Simpson. Later, Trish picks up Jessica and bandages her up. They split ways. Jessica goes to a morgue to find the burned body of Detective Clemens, and Trish sees Simpson in front of her door. Simpson says he's nice and calm, but then he nicely, and I can't stress this enough, calmly shoots two people to death. He hides the bodies inside Trish's apartment, takes her phone, and calls Jessica to convince her that he can help find Kilgrave. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, so to start at the end... Mm-hmm. Uh, do these pills just make you calm while murdering people? Because, like, you don't have to have any, like, adrenaline going through you to shoot people. Or, like, extra adrenaline going through you to shoot two guys. Or what happens to Trish later when she takes the pills. I was assuming... I mean, the, the description of it is, like, a it increases adrenaline and all that stuff. But mm-hmm. I was assuming that one of the things it does is make you able to move faster. And I don't know about calm, but he was... He was. I was assuming he was calm because he's, you know, done it before, been in that type of situation. But I'm assuming that the the pills made it so that way he was more accurate because he, you know, killed them both in two shots and straight yeah. to the head, from what I can tell. So he was a lot more accurate. So, yeah, I, I wrote down the note. Apparently, the red pills give him John Wick powers. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> I like it. The John Wick pills. Mm-hmm. Except for John Wick. I feel like John Wick's pretty straight edge. At least at the point where the movies take place. <laughs> yeah, it's a good point. I'm thinking about it. Like, I still haven't seen number three. Neither but, have I. Uh, in the first two, I think he he just drinks a little, right? I don't think he drinks a lot. Yeah. But he's definitely not a guy who would be into drugs. At least, oh, yeah. again, in this point of his life. Who knows, like, ten years before he retired that's true yeah um because yeah i mean it'll it'll definitely mess with your abilities mm-hmm. <laughs> all right so let's see where do we start with this <laughs> <laughs> um yeah this was like a weird section and i just threw too much into it because it was hard to fit it all anywhere else um so all right so we've got trish basically at her show and then simpson shows up because he's trying to you know apologize but also just trying to get more information on where jessica oh is. yeah 
Trish being a, a jerk to her um, her engineer, just throwing her in to close out the show. I mean, there's <laughs> five minutes left. You can wait five minutes, Trish. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I mean, Simpson will wait, too. I mean, that's why she left, right? She got up to go talk to him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, And then she got a call from Jessica. But, yeah. But she was already out at that point. She could have just still waited. Mm-hmm. Just sign off and go, thank the flautist. Mm-hmm. Who's playing Aqualung, which will be our song for the end of this episode. <laughs> oh, good to know. Yeah. <laughs> So Thanks when you hear Aqualung, it's because of this moment. <laughs> I always wonder sometimes, like you, you just put a song at the end, like, huh, there, I, I mean, I know you have a reason for it. You've explained it in the past, but I just, half the time, I, I never remember why. Hey, it's part of the game, um, and I will never give anyone the answers, because I rarely <laughs> explain why, why it happened. <laughs> All right. You know what's going to be... Uh, well, it's not terrible. It's, I'm go- it's going to be like an embarrassment of riches is when we get in years and years when we get to um, Cloak and Dagger. Cloak and Dagger have like three songs per episode. And I won't know which one to pick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I I remember music being a big part of uh, Luke Cage also. Yeah. But I don't know if they had a lot of music. They had a lot of music clubs. in the clubs. And at least for the first season, I'm not sure if it was on the second season. But the first season had a um every song title was uh or every episode title was the a song from i want to say nwa so i'll have to choose between songs from the um episode and songs from the titles of the episodes so i'm gonna be screwed (laughs) (laughs) the ending will be will be a montage of like six different songs (laughs) all right well i say go for the um the one that isn't NWA because we have less chance of someone trying to take our episode down. It's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But also I don't know the art, like, cause I'm not that into the R and B scene is a good chance that the musical guests were R and B relatively famous R and B people too. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah. We'll, <laughs> we'll see what happens in when did you say we're no, that's defenders probably in sometime in 2020. <laughs> um well now i'm scrolling uh seventh month july july 6th of 2020 that's when we start luke cage oh, okay yeah all right all right i i swear i actually like jessica jones i don't know why we keep going off, off topic, <laughs> no. just one of those days <laughs> so uh dr trish i have this written down um two things uh saran wrap for broken ribs i've seen this in other shows I don't know. Would that work? <laughs> I thought she put an ice pack. I thought the saran wrap was just to keep the ice pack. Oh, on. was it? Because maybe I thought, I'm remembering wrong. But I thought she was just saran wrapping it. I don't remember seeing an ice pack because, like, if you've got broken ribs, you, yeah, you want ice, but you don't want it wrapped up that tight with an ice huh. pack. There, I'm thinking. Well, yeah, then maybe maybe it wasn't an ice pack. And then, uh, yeah, I've got nothing. I, I don't know. Okay. Um, more concerning, just says there's a rib sticking into her liver, which I know she's joking, but honestly, the liver is her most important organ, the one she uses the most. She <laughs> needs to get that looked at, Jessica. <laughs> well, I don't know. We haven't seen her drink in like two episodes, right? So she's sober. Yes, but, it's, but two episodes has been one day. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. <laughs> um, 
Which is still like the longest we've seen her go without alcohol. Yeah, this is true. Um, spoilers for next week. She will be drinking in that episode. <laughs> yeah, I was debating saying that or not, but yeah. Well, I said it anyway. <laughs> I said spoilers. All right. Okay. All right. And spoilers. Is that where we're at? And spoilers. Yep. Okay. All right. <laughs> uh, um, let's see. I'm just looking at this other stuff, and honestly, you know, the only other thing, um, really that we that I wanted to bring up is uh that they find Detective Clements mm-hmm. and uh, God, I'm trying to remember. Was it last week when he died? I know he died at the beginning of an episode, and that Simpson was the one yeah, killed him. I... Yes, the last episode. Um, I'm sorry, listeners who know this. Yeah, it was <laughs> the the, uh, the beginning of last week's episodes because okay. two weeks ago is when Kilgrave was caught and then escaped. And it was right after his escape. That's right. Okay. All right. So yeah. So it's like, I mean, it's one of those things. Like so much happens in these episodes, especially the Netflix ones, because like. Yeah, they're the full hour, and so they throw a lot of stuff in there. So, mm-hmm. man, I just completely forgot about him already. Man, <laughs> all right. Yeah. And and we keep saying how much of a problem you and I have with you know remembering characters. That usually means they died. So, yeah. It's true. It's true. Um, I guess uh, we should talk about the problem they have with, uh, like, black characters, apparently, because they killed off... Um, uh, ben Yurik in Daredevil, and now they've killed off the the only other than Luke Cage, the only black character. Yeah, you're right. They uh, they keep doing that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it's probably like a more of a systematic, uh, was cultural problem we have than just a Netflix problem. But it's also a Netflix problem. Yeah, I agree with with both of those. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, right. maybe someday things will get better. Yeah, fingers crossed on that. We'll see. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> well, on that depressing note, are you ready to move on? Always away from um, awkward conversations about anything. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> Perfect. And I'm sure that our uh, that our ad partners will uh, will love that. That's how we uh, jumped into that. So uh, let's go ahead and uh, talk about our sponsor for this week's episode, Flashback Inc. So, Tony, you remember things, right? Occasionally, apparently. Okay. Um, how well do you remember them? Does it depend on the thing? Uh, yes. If it's a Netflix show, apparently it's not very well. Okay, got it. So it's it's completely dependent, and some things really well, and some things not at all. So, um, well, with the patented pending technology at Flashback Inc., uh, you can have your brain zapped and relive any memory you have. Wow, the best feature safe. about this? Yeah, oh, yeah, completely. The best feature is that those memories are totally random. What better way to relive all of your fun past memories, like when you learned to ride your bike, or their memories just before that, like when you were learning to ride your bike and hitting things. Contact Flashback Inc. today and use promo code MCU Rewind to get $600 off your first visit. Remember to visit their website before you go in to fill out any waivers ahead of time. Also, um, this is me, Al, personally just recommending this read that waiver <laughs> um and other than that yeah you know it's it's a cool it's a cool technology um yeah read the waiver i gotta say i don't think we've um had a more appropriate sponsor for mcu rewind than flashback inc 
No, I didn't think about that. Cool. That's yeah. probably why they contacted us. Probably. Mm-hmm. But I can't remember. So, um, so you're saying it's just skip over the waiver and just sign it, right? Oh yeah, definitely, definitely okay. do that. <laughs> That's what you should do with all waivers. Uh, you know, I've always thought it would be fun to like, you know, if you make a website or something, you have the uh, read, uh, click here to agree, click here to disagree. Uh, I always wanted the third option: click here to say you agree, but didn't actually read the stuff. And I just am curious how many people will do that. But I'm sure there's a legal reason against that. Oh yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, in that case, let's move on to uh, the next uh, section that we have. The last two, basically. Uh, and this is kind of the rest of the, the main storyline of the episode. So, Simpson arrives at Jessica's apartment. She knows he killed Detective Clemens, so she spends the time getting him to admit it. After they hit an impasse, they start fighting. Uh, they're pretty evenly matched until Simpson takes another red pill. Trish shows up and they regroup in the bathroom. We learn that... Simpson's combat powers are useless on doors, unlike the wall he threw Jessica through earlier. Trish takes one of Simpson's red pills, and the two of them are able to take down Simpson. Uh, But then Trish can't breathe, so they rush to the closest hospital, probably the one with Daredevil and Claire. Anyway, Jessica gets a text from Kilgrave saying that she needs to, to go save her boyfriend. She arrives at Luke's bar just in time to see it blow up. Good thing Kilgrave didn't know Luke is a power man. Aha, because in comics, he's Power Man. All right. Yeah. <laughs> I really wanted to throw that line in there, but I had nothing good. So that's why you got the crappy joke. Okay. Mm-hmm. So yeah. the first thing that when Simpson sees Jessica, the first note I have is um, Jessica says, what doesn't kill, kill us and make us stranger? What's with a random Joker quote in the MCU show? That was a Joker line? Yeah, that's from... Um, uh, the Dark Knight, when they have the big heist scene in the very first scene, when he reveals his, he takes off his mask and you see the makeup and stuff. He says that to the, the guy at the bank. What doesn't kill us makes us stranger. Oh, huh? I completely missed that. Yeah. So yeah, I'm with you. I don't, I don't get it. <laughs> I mean, she might just like good movies. <laughs> that's true. That's that's a great movie. Yes. <laughs> Um, but yeah, no, you're right. I got nothing. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, um, I like, because we've spent at this point over 10 hours with these characters. For me, the first red flag I know Jessica would have picked up on was that he says he convinced Trish to stay behind. And I know no one can convince Trish to stay out of anything. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> she even comments on that, too. Like, she's not even trying to hold it back. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean... Yeah, so, I mean, it's... I, I wonder... Like, because we know that Jessica knows pretty quickly that uh, that Simpson is the one who killed Clemens, right? Mm-hmm. So, how long, I wonder, does it take Simpson to realize that Jessica knows and that they're both just talking for no reason they're both dancing around the same subject oh i think it's really i don't think he knows until um she says that bs about him getting shot in the head like by a um what by a police round or something like that 
And then he's like, BS because uh, ballistics wouldn't get back that fast. And then the shit hits the fan. Oh, that's right. And then right after that, she mentions the burn on his arm. And he says, oh, I didn't even notice that. Yeah. All right. And then they go about remodeling Jessica's apartment. <laughs> Again. Yes, uh, I have a, a quote here, or the, a line that I decided to write down. By the time this whole fight ends, Jessica needs new furniture. All of the furniture needs to be new. <laughs> well, I was also thinking that Jessica's not getting her deposit back. <laughs> oh, yeah, I think we learned that one a while ago. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> Although, um, I bet, looking at the quality of the apartment, they don't have that high of standards about... <laughs> upkeep that's true yeah it's it's basically just yeah you're i mean you're right i mean she doesn't really have nice things in there uh we see a little bit more next week when we kind of see you know some more of this apartment how messed up it is and all that and you know we see all the trash that that jessica leaves around her entire apartment which to be fair is easy to pick up because all of her trash is just empty uh whiskey bottles <laughs> empty whiskey bottles yeah or bourbon uh, i don't know what she's drinking yeah. I mean, it's called Whiskey is literally the name of one of the episodes. So I'm guessing oh. it's Whiskey. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, all right. Did we already review that one? Yes. Yes, we did. Oh. I okay. want to say it was the second or third episode. It's real early in the season. All right. Well, that explains why I can't remember it. Yeah. Because um, the Whiskey died by the end. <laughs> um. Also, in the Saga of the Door... The the window gets shattered again. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Um, what shattered it this time? Was it a gunshot or was it? Uh... I I think it was the fight, like when they're getting thrown around. Okay, because they didn't get. I mean, neither of them got thrown through that door. The front door. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. Because <laughs> you're right. Because I, I remember at the beginning when Simpson gets there, he has the gun out and he's ready to shoot her immediately. Mm -hmm. And then I guess he changes his mind when he sees the little old lady um, walking out of her uh, of her apartment. Yeah. I guess it's worth noting that Jessica, even with um, Simpson taking three pills, he doesn't really beat Jessica. Um, and Jessica's injured. So I don't think even with these pills, he could ever beat Jessica. Yeah, so that's a thing that I always dislike when I see, like, hero stories, or really any kind of story. Like, here's a character who's, you know, powerful or really good at this thing. Now, let's bring them down so much that this other person can take them on and then it's like i know that's part of the challenge it's part of the the hero growing but mm -hmm. it, it always kind of feels like like um i don't know like the like any other day the main character would have won easily no problem and it just kind of feels like a cheat well i mean it's it's i get it it's for heightened drama definitely i mean mm -hmm. They're going to kill Jessica Jones the two episodes before the finale. Or one episode after the finale if Al, if we're going by Al's counting. Uh-huh, <laughs> uh-huh. Uh, um, what was my point? Oh, yeah. I don't know. But this is... 
if we are 11 hours into a movie, which Netflix is supposed to be a movie, the heroes should not be at full strength. Unless it's like, you know, Captain Marvel, but that's because the whole point of the movie was to get her to be full strength. Okay. That's, I mean, that yeah, that's true. I just... Yeah. All right. Again, but it, it does show the journey of the character throughout this time, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. Doing all this stuff and getting messed up. And, uh-huh. Yeah. And, like, I mean, I'm going to tell you this. I'm not a superhero, and I know I definitely would not continue fighting a super-soldiered person if I had broken ribs. So that means she's stronger than the average person, even when she's injured. That's true. Yeah, you're right. So, um... Simpson literally warns Trish that if you take the pill, you will stop breathing and die. Trish doesn't believe him, so she takes the pill anyway, and then she stops breathing and almost dies. <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Um, because, like we said just a few minutes ago, Trish cannot be convinced of anything, and Trish is stupid. No, not, I didn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, uh, basically, so we see Simpson throw the, the blue pills out the window. Uh-huh. Um, like it, it's kind of a complete gamble saving Trisha's life by going into the, the, onto the ambulance, right? Like I understand Jessica calling an ambulance, but would it have, have been a little bit, I guess, better for them if they had gone looking for the pills? Cause I, I assume they're in an alleyway or something given yeah, where I mean, Simpson threw them. I don't think so. Because she's already going into cardiac rest, or she's already stopping breathing. Um, oh, okay. At that point, it's yeah. probably too late for those pills, the blue pills, to help her. Yeah, because remember, Simpson has red, blue, and he also has white. And I think the white pills keep you strong, but also stop you from not breathing anymore. Ah, okay. Yeah. But, um, yeah, when she calls the ambulance, uh, we actually get Jessica's address. It's... Um, 485 West 46th Street, which I looked up, obviously. Um, mm-hmm. It is in Hell's Kitchen, so that's going to be a plus for them. Uh, and then, according to Forbes, the price of the um, that small apartment is $2,100 a month. Ouch. But estimating um, for the damage New York has taken from the alien attack in 2012 it's probably closer to $1,900 a month so okay I didn't think about the uh, that damage and the fact that people probably moved out and that kind mm-hmm. of stuff All they right. they do bring that up when um uh Matt Murdock and Foggy are looking for office space in the first episode of Daredevil how prices have went down and that also probably explains Matt Murdock's apartment too, right? Because we yeah. we spent some time tearing that apart. Yeah. Well, that and they had that uh, bright billboard, which he couldn't see because he's blind. That's right, because no one in the MCU knows what curtains are. No, absolutely not. Yeah. Yeah. I also did a um, Google Street View of the um, of her apartment. And you know what? It looks like it could be Jessica's apartment. It looks a little nicer, but that's probably because they didn't. We didn't really go through an alien invasion in 2012. <laughs> but okay. I mean, it looks like Jessica's apartment. But considering Jessica's apartment just looks like a Manhattan apartment building, it's not that big a surprise. Okay, makes sense. 
<laughs> All right. Um, I'm out of stuff to mention on this. Are you you good? Ready to move on? Yeah, I'm ready to move on. All right, so uh, this is the last part, and this is all just focusing around Malcolm in the episode, who had a very small piece of the episode. So Malcolm tries to help the noosed people. Uh, I didn't have a better phrase for those people who were in nooses at the beginning of the episode. Uh, only the crazy lady shows up. Robin, is that what you said her name was, Tony? Yes, Robin. Rob, huh? Robin. Uh, she convinces him that uh, humans are horrible and don't help each other. Later that day, Malcolm sees people rummaging through Jessica's apartment, and he decides it's better to go home instead of helping them find the light switch. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I mean, this is a moral that everyone, except for my students who aren't listening to this podcast, should take home with them. <laughs> people are terrible. You should not help them. <laughs> Even uh... though Jessica Jones literally saved your life twice. <laughs> At least. Yeah, exactly. And helped him get clean of yeah. all the drugs. I'm assuming you were counting that in the saving his life. I was, yep. Okay. She also and saved then the other time was when... Oh yeah, three times if you count the mugging, because we don't know how that would have ended. Yeah, that's true. I was thinking about being noosed and then the whole getting him off of drugs and kill graving. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but that's the only note I have here. Although, I did realize we should have gone back. I should have mentioned something in the last section. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Luke, his bar getting blown up. That was probably the last section, right? Oh, yeah. I completely forgot to, to bring that up towards the end. Yeah, you're right. That yeah. is part uh, of it. Uh-huh. The only thing cooler than the cool guys not reacting to being... Or cool guys not looking at explosions are cool guys not reacting to being exploded. Because <laughs> he just walks out of that fire. Yeah, he he kind of kneels over a little bit, but uh... afterwards, mm, but he walks out of the fire like a badass, and then collapses like a Will Ferrell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, that was uh, that was definitely a cool scene to to see. <laughs> uh man, sucks for a bar though get blown up mm-hmm. more it sucks for the alcoholics who drank at that bar oh yeah that too yeah. all three of them true it was never really a busy bar <laughs> yeah it wasn't which i was kind of surprised you know given the size of the bar and all that like you'd mm-hmm. kind of assume i mean granted we don't exactly know where it is but you know somewhere in manhattan i'm going to bet hell's kitchen yeah, that's probably fair. Yeah. <laughs> I could see Matt Murdock and uh, Foggy and everyone going there instead of Josie's if they didn't already like going to Josie's. Like, if they found it, I, I could see that as a place that they would frequently visit. Yeah, I mean, I bet... Um, It seems like Josie doesn't make him pay. They joke about it, but I feel like um, Foggy has never paid his tab. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good point, yeah. <laughs> Alright. And Luke would, would make them pay, definitely. Oh, definitely. <laughs> uh, Alright. Um, oh, uh, I guess the only final thing I, I wanted to bring up was uh, we were when we were talking about Malcolm and Robin mm-hmm. uh, and them arguing about human nature, um, they don't bring this 
example up exactly, but the, it they kind of like dance around it, um, which makes sense given the the other thing that they've kind of brought up earlier in the episode. Um, so the the thing that they're talking about is like, let's say that you have two separate boats, and one boat has a bunch of prisoners mm-hmm. on it, and the other boat has non prisoners, and they both have a chance to save themselves, but they have to press a button that kills the other boat. So what would happen? So, you know, they get all philosophical and that kind of stuff. Yeah. Again, I now I know this takes place in 2008 or 2009 because The Dark Knight had just come out, hence Jessica and Malcolm and Robin making references to it. That makes a lot of sense. But then again, no, this is after 2012, right? Because of uh, The Avengers? Well, it's true. No one wants to talk about The Dark Knight Rises. So they're hmm. still just referencing. I mean, that not that... If you take the MCU out of the universe, isn't the Dark Knight the last good superhero movie? <laughs> that's that's true. You're you're right. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I mean, mean, it makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <sighs> All right. Um, I think I'm good. Tony, you have anything else? I uh, know. Just so gotta rate the episode. Sounds good. All right, Tony, how many um, bats would you rate this episode out of five? B- baths? Oh, bat. B-A-T-S. Oh, like, for, okay. Um, <laughs> makes much more sense. Um, <laughs> I, I, I would give this a three. I mean, some interesting stuff happens, and we get a superhero fight, but it's not as amazing as an upcoming superhero fight. So I I didn't it wasn't bad but I didn't love it either. I I'm with you. It had a lot of um I don't want to say resolution, but it had a lot of uh you know the aftermath of exciting stuff that happened the week before. So mm-hmm. you know, there was that. Um and also kind of set things up. You know, the the end of the episode with uh seeing Luke Cage and all that. So that kind of set things up a little bit more too. So you know, it's a it's an in-between episode. But yeah, I'll give it a 3 also. Also, I'm glad Luke's back. I like him. Oh, yeah. Same here. Yeah. All right. We ready to wrap it up? Sounds good, Tony. Read whatever it is you need to read. I will. Join us next time when we cover Jessica Jones, Season 1, Episode 12, a.k.a. Take a Bloody Number. And remember to follow us on Twitter at MCU underscore Rewind, and please give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcast app. Podcast app. Or your favorite podcast catcher. Uh, This is the Marvel Cinematic Rewind for Jessica Jones Season 1, Episode 11, a.k.a. I've Got the Blues, signing off. Have a marvelous day.